What's up, everybody? This is Lola Ojabawale, founder of Lunch Pail Labs. Welcome back to Lunch Pail Daily, my personal audio diary where I share all of the real real on building and growing Lunch Pail Labs, which is a digital product studio based out of Atlanta, Georgia. In today's episode, wanted to jam about this company called Liquid Death, and what I'm saying are like the three stages of products. So background i read an article yesterday i'll link it on how a water brand for party goers called liquid death just raised 73 million dollars i'd actually noticed the the liquid death brand in like 7-elevens and stuff and like stores a while ago and was originally so confused because it actually looks like a beer brand and it also, just the fact that they've raised so much money, they've also, I think, generated over $50 million in revenue last year. It got me thinking about all of these upstarts that generate serious revenues by really leveraging style and identity. And I've talked about this idea a little bit on my podcast and also um, about like products and services with style. I think that was like a previous episode that I linked and wanted to take this opportunity here to think through just really jam my thoughts on like product product categories and like three main stages I think they go through and sort of arrive at where a category's solution is well understood and the options in the market are sufficiently good and how we'll see more companies like Liquid Death. So getting started, what's the first stage? I think stage one in a category is it's like the bare solution to the core problem. And this stage, the product that emerges finally solves the core problem. It's massively more effective than its predecessor. Examples of companies that or products that were in this stage, you know, the light bulb versus the candles. Light bulbs, electricity, massively more effective at um, solving the, the problem of lighting than candles. Printing press, massively more effective at creating and distributing books than like handwriting and sort of the manual way that they used to do things. The telephone, massively more effective than a telegram um, or however they, or courier pigeon in uh, sort of communicating with others. And in this stage, I think it's really defined as the core problem or predecessor was so ineffectively solved that really all these products and these win up categories in this stage, all they need to do is show up and solve the problem in some basic way. In this next stage, um, there are solutions that solve, and I'll call it like the better, faster, cheaper stage. And it, there are solutions that solve the core problem, but plenty of plenty of opportunities to be better, faster, cheaper. Uh, I think a lot of, fun like a lot of companies in these like past 10 20 years in like the technology sector have been some flavor of a better faster cheaper solution to some existing product um and also expands to different categories as well so some examples i put down are you know cars didn't solve the problem of distance transport but they were faster than a train boat or horse also, mobile phones didn't solve the problem of connecting on the go, or even just like connecting people. 
um, but were better than a pager or phone booth when you were not at home or you were on the go. And then I think some startup examples here are, you know, Uber obviously is a, a pretty big one. Um, didn't solve the problem of rideshare. <laughs> didn't solve the problem with like, um, of getting from one spot to another spot in a car of someone you don't know. Taxis um, also helped you get a ride when you didn't have a car. Um, and there were rideshare companies before then, but did so Uber, um, especially in some of its a few years ago, I don't know so much now with the prices, was a cheaper option um, and oftentimes faster to get a ride than you could with a, uh, a taxi. And then we arrive at this last, or I don't know if it's the last stage, but this stage three, where I think a lot of product categories are coming into. In this stage, the solutions on the market sufficiently solve the core problem, stage one, and are sufficiently good on the dimensions of better, faster, cheaper, stage two. Most, or like really the dimensions that most consumers care about. But there's lots of opportunities to speak to an identity slash style. Examples are liquid death is water for party goers, generating over $50 million in a year. Um, are there many options for party goers to drink water? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I'm sure maybe the liquid death team would disagree, but I'm sure that it is as hydrating and refreshing as a lot of different water. I mean, I have read some reviews that, oh, because of the can, but I think it's bullocks. Um, <laughs> But the fact that the way that they've presented and how they show up speaks to when you're at a party, I think is really the, the different, like the style differentiator. Then you have companies like Black Rifle Coffee. Uh, it's coffee for like gun lovers and like veterans. Are there lots of options for coffee that would serve the basic problem that coffee provides? Absolutely. Yes. You have happy uh, socks, uh, companies like Happy Socks, I think the last revenue thing that they published was something like $80 million in revenue. These are socks. These are socks. There's tons of socks, but these are socks for quirky people. Um, and so they speak to their style and identity. And, you know, the, these examples that I've sort of mentioned in this stage three are definitely along the sort of like consumer D like direct to consumer companies which also in the past couple of years, I think we've seen a lot of, you know, people finding whichever category, slapping D to C on it, slapping like a brand that speaks to like the young sort of forward, um, conscious, like young millennial <laughs> um, or Gen Z or what have you. But I think there's a whole world of not only those sort of like consumer products, but B2B products, services, and software that are now entering into this third stage, meaning we have sufficient amount of companies and products and options that solve the core problem and are sufficiently better, faster, cheaper. Um, but now there's a lot of room for these products to speak to a particular identity slash style. And I think even like they may not describe it as such, like these companies themselves, but I think we're seeing it with um, even, yeah, some a lot of like some of the newer tools like 
Notion, for example, which has expanded recently, are there tons of tons of options for the core thing that Notion does, which is like, I guess it's like a souped up Google Drive and an editor. Like, yes, I think, and I think, you know, the, these stages aren't distinct. Like they'll definitely blend into each other. I can see ways that like Notion is better because it combines so many tools in one. But I think there's also this idea of, of style and identity there. Um, Rome Research in a lot of ways is a very similar product, but it speaks less to me as someone who doesn't consider themselves an academic and researcher. And Notion speaks more to me with their like sort of like more quirky designs. Um, so all to say, I think there's a lot of opportunity here. Um, we're going to see a lot more companies that are applying to this to software where they do have a solution that is maybe pretty similar to the market, but they've chosen a core identity or style to really model that solution after. And um, the consumers with means, the companies with means will decide to choose those solutions over um, another because of that of that style. So that's pretty much my jam for today. It's also an atomic essay that I wrote, which I will link in the show notes. But yes, hope everybody has a wonderful Tuesday and I'll catch you on Wednesday.